Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about a royal affair? I am, because after all, we we are the watchers of movies. Hello. Hello. So I watched uh, Broken Lizard's Quasi. Oh. Mm -hmm. It was kind of fun. I mean, it was pretty standard Broken Lizard, you know, like, because they did, uh, for those who do not know that they did Beer Fest, that's my favorite of all time. Like, regardless of how many I've seen, Beer Fest still remains my favorite. I liked, I'm looking at Broken Lizard. And Super Troopers, they did. Oh, okay. Um, I own I own a bunch of their movies actually. I own Beer Fest, Super Troopers, uh, The Slam and Salmon, and Club Dread. So I do like their stuff, obviously. But so Quasi was like it was kind of funny. It wasn't anything like amazing. It was kind of funny. It was entertaining. I liked it for what it was. But there was some like gross out humor that I could have done without, you know? Sure. Um uh, Adrian Palacki's in it and or Palicki or something. She uh, <laughs> like there's a scene later where she's like cuz she's like really attracted to Quasimodo and she's like she's like I've realized that you're my cousin. That explains why I was so attracted to you when I first <laughs> met you. <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. So, um it's on Hulu. It's kind of yeah. fun. If you like Broken Lizard, I'd say it's worth a watch, you know? Yeah. It's I nothing do like, like Beer Fest, but I I feel like all of their movies have... I'm looking up, sorry, something. But I feel like all of their movies have something gross in them, yeah. but I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah. probably didn't yeah. need to go that far. <laughs> yeah, but. like in Beer Fest, there was, there was like the the whole thing with like the sausage where she's like, let me vomit out for you boys. <laughs> she's like, she's yeah. like, when I was in Germany, I would take Take three, two or three of these a night, and you're and they're all like, "Oh my god, Grandma wants a prostitute." I like <laughs> and the um, the weird like doll. Beechman, I think the <laughs> weird doll, Popo. Oh, it's Popo. Popo. It's Popo. <laughs> it's Popo. Uh, the one thing I thought was kind of interesting, and I don't know if he's just like he had like plastic surgery or he aged really, really like weirdly. But hold on, I have to look him up actually. So the actor's name is um, Paul Soder. And I remember thinking that he was really, really cute in, like, Beer Fest, you know? Was he one of the, like, grandsons? Yeah, he was, um, so there's, like, the, the thin one, and then there's the other one that was, like, there's a super thin one, and then there's, like, the other, yeah. yeah, he was the other one. Okay. Um, but I, it took me a while to even recognize him, because he looked so different in this movie, like, he looked... Maybe like, he did get bad plastic surgery. Or like either he either got like bla- bad bad <laughs> bad plastic surgery or he like is really sick or something but either way I was like, "Oh my god." I'm like, "What happened to this guy?" I was like, I mean, I again, I barely recognize him. He played two hmm. different roles and I was like, "Oh shit." I Interesting. Yeah, I feel like if the question if, if of anyone in Hollywood is did they age weird or did they get plastic surgery? It's always plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I feel like I've he also seen lost, people like, he age. A lot of, lost a bunch of weight too. Okay, yeah, so like, that could have been. You can it see as well. a lot of like you've seen a lot of people age in your personal life, and none of them age. No, like they've gotten plastic surgery <laughs> unless they, you know, have had plastic mm-hmm. surgery. <laughs> so, and I can only think of like maybe I really can uh, like. In my mind, I can only think of really one person that 
I know who had plastic surgery, and I'm not sure if it was on their face. Oh. <laughs> I did know that they had breast implants. Oh, sure. So, well, no, I mean, I can think of a couple, but yeah, no, none that had like facelifts or anything. So I don't know. Right. <laughs> I have nothing to compare to in my real life, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so. Also, there is a uh, Writers Guild of America strike going on. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Hollywood, your writers are on strike. You better pay them the, the correct wages that they need because yeah, that shit's well, not cool. They want to get paid for streaming services, pro- mm-hmm. streaming streaming service profits, which and they should. They should. I mean, you yeah, know, but that's like they should get royalties from that. Totally. They should get all kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. So I know they SNL is. Not going to be new for the rest of the season, so I feel personally attacked in this situation. <laughs> that yeah, is upsetting. We're all we're all going to be suffering. We're going to uh, yeah. have to watch even worse movies than we've already been watching. So thanks, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Hollywood, while you're out there, maybe hire better writers as well. So jeez, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh, am I dropping truth bombs over here? Oh no. <laughs> I put my hands well, away. Well, you know, if I'm not getting paid, why am I doing good work? You know, that's where's my you know motivation. What? Actually, you make a really good point. Yeah, yeah. where's the motivation? Exactly. <laughs> motivation. Uh, so, for dramatic effect, I had to take a drink after I started. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, uh, I watched the movie last night in Soho this weekend. Uh huh. And who's uh, that with? Uh, it's by Edgar Wright, and it oh, has I like him, and it's Anya Taylor, Anya Taylor Joy, I think Anya, Thomas and Mackenzie, Matt Smith is in it, isn't it? Uh, Terrence Stamp and Diana Rigg oh. also in it. Uh, it was made like Diana Rigg twenty twenty one. It's pretty new. I can't think of. I know there. Were, I, I, I anyway. Go on. She was in something she was in a bunch she's been in a bunch of <laughs> things right, i just look around um what is it last night in soho yeah it was it was fun it was good it was an interesting take on a ghost story but it's not scary oh it's more of a mystery thriller it's not scary at all and it's just kind of i don't know it's unique and uh i enjoyed it it was it was entertaining my nephew showed it to me hmm, interesting so, yeah we had fun and i uh, like i like edgar wright you like his stuff, right? Well, you didn't like Baby Driver. I didn't like Baby yeah. Driver. Um, I did like this Baby movie Driver. was better than Baby Driver, but maybe that means you'll hate it. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's not a perfect movie. I don't think it's a perfect movie. Any movie by any means, but I was curious about it, and I've been wanting to see it since the trailer came out, and since right. it came out, and uh, I just never did. And it's it's pretty good. It's where is it streaming anywhere? probably he had it on blu-ray so that's oh. how we watched it but i'm sure it's streaming somewhere everything's streaming somewhere that's but true i don't know where but even if it's not it's in the original good. french language well this movie was in english i know but so <laughs> still i will be better over beating the bees for the rest of my life folks oh my it's gosh it's gonna be the way don't it waste, is why are you wasting your life being bitter about that horrible movie because <laughs> I was telling one of my coworkers today, he's like the one that I'm closest to. I was like, I love my grudges. They're like my little pets. <laughs> Apparently you have, uh, you just hold grudges about every tiny little thing as well as every big little thing. Excuse me, that is not, I'm going to hold a grudge on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, you want to talk about the movie? Let's do it. All right. So, 
this was my suggestion. I'd wanted to see this movie for a long time. So I'm curious as to what you thought about it. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I really like Alicia Vikander. Me too. She's a really great actress. I've liked her since I saw her in, I think I saw her in Anna Karenina first. She has a tiny, Mm. tiny part. And then she was in Ex Machina, of course. And ever since then, I think she's really terrific. And she was really good in this movie. And it was, and um, I really enjoyed Muggs Muggleson, your favorite <laughs> actor. Mads and I, uh, I saw, so the guy who played Christian, mm-hmm. Mikkel Folsgaard, I'm going to say, that's his name. I saw him in something... It was an it was a show on Netflix called The Rain, mm-hmm. and it's like a YA sort of apocalyptic TV show that's in Danish. And I watched the first season. I think maybe during the pandemic when everything just everything on TV was just like seemed better because the pandemic was oh, happening. Oh yeah, yeah. And Except I, for like in the love in the time of quarantine, and I wanted to shoot someone over that. <laughs> And I uh, how irritated I was over those. I was like, I don't want to watch anything about the pandemic. <laughs> well, this know? show was better than that. And Good. I think it was created before the pandemic. So, but it was about a weird, like apocalyptic sort of thing. Pandemic almost related. But wait, I anyway. think you told me about it. Was it something like the rain was turning people into zombies or the something? The rain was killing people. Oh, okay. It, I mean, it was po- probably pollution related or chemicals or something. But. I watched the first season and I enjoyed it for what it was, but then I just like gave up. I couldn't finish it. I think there is a second season, but I never watched it. But anyway, Wait, you, so you finished the first one though, yeah. like all mm-hmm. together. Yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, and I liked it at the time, but I don't think about it that often, so I don't know how good it actually was. <laughs> but when I was watching the beginning of the movie, I'm like. I remember that guy. <laughs> I know him from something. Who is he? I know him from something. Isn't it funny how it drives you crazy? Well, because the rain takes place in modern times. In right. this movie, he's wearing like the wig, you know. Right. And uh, and then it clicked, and I confirmed, and I looked it up, and uh, so I have seen him, and I really like the sound of Danish. Danish has kind of a German sound to it, and it does. Yeah. Um, when I was listening, when I was watching the rain, I was thinking that too. I was like, they have kind of it has kind of like a German feel. I would never confuse it with german but it's right. kind of german adjacent which is it sounds i feel like dutch it sounds more german than dutch but all of those languages are have like an interesting similarity and uh so I, I enjoyed watching this movie it was in danish and it was easy to just sort of fall into the cadence of listening to it and i thought it was a really sad story and it was yeah. also like doubly interesting that the it's based on a true story yeah. and the true story is just as sad i know right? and uh <laughs> it's it's so and i really liked the costumes and i feel like watching this book ended with the favorite was interesting because this is like me too the refined period piece that i wanted to see when i was watching <laughs> the favorite yes so maybe i'm just <laughs> Maybe I just have basic period piece <laughs> taste, but I liked it. I thought it was really good and sad, and I liked the romance in it. And a lot of times, movies about affairs, I, I feel like they're kind of overdone, or I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't get on board. But I was kind of on board with her affair, because she was she was in a pretty terrible situation. And oh, yeah. They, Christian was Their story nuts. was interesting, like her and the doctor. They 
they seemed to like mutually respect each other before they even started the affair and i liked yeah, that as well me too. so me too. How, about, how about you i liked it i liked it a lot i'm glad that i did because i was um i i feel kind of the same way as like the favorite is that it was like it was i was like this is much more something that i'm into rather than like the where the way the favorite was and i think it's because some of these characters are very likable, you know, um, like the doctor. Even Christian is likable. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I really actually just I never disliked Christian. I always mm-hmm. just kind of empathized with him because I was like, this guy is severely mentally ill. And I kind I looked it up online. I was kind of playing around with it. And it sounds like he maybe suffered from like schizophrenia, which is a terrible terrible mental disorder and um i i you know i i felt like what christian is really going through is that he's incapable of finding um mental help because it just doesn't exist you know at that time and he also has all these people who are like this guy's crazy and i'm like i'm like but like crazy is just such a bad term to use for mental illness you know what i mean because it's like so much more complex than that um but i i thought that he was like immediately like you could tell like something was weird about him you know like he okay i don't know what i did there (laughs) anyway um he is like hiding in the trees like from her and like darting out and stuff like that and i was like what is he doing and she was kind of like okay (laughs) you know she had this look like oh great i left my home country for this okay this is no this is fine um then they took away all her books and stuff and she couldn't have like her own ladies in waiting and that reminded me of marie antoinette remember when she had a little tiny puppy and they like were like yeah we're gonna take that away from you i was like she can't have a dog like a what it was austrian dog or something she has to have a french dog like what is the dog gonna have a different bark you know come on i mean someone's gonna know that it's an austrian dog you know yeah um and uh yeah marie antoinette had to stop at the border and take off all her clothes and oh, put that's on right french yeah clothes that's right yeah she so, couldn't bring anything from austria it's like i mean caroline 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 whatever um the queen was essentially kind of suffering through the same thing at least with like marie antoinette she had someone that she kind of had a friendship with with the king you know but with this it was just from the beginning i was like this is not going to be a happy marriage and it's not it's never is but it's also like well yeah because christian is getting married and he has the mental state of like a 15 year old and he's supposed to be like in his what, like 20s like mid late 20s or something you know what i mean so mm-hmm. either way he's and he's i would say unlikely to ever grow out of that me- mental mindset you know um also they were only married for six years did you know that Isn't yeah that crazy i was like what? yeah i read the wikipedia page yeah she died really young didn't she yeah yeah she died when she was 23 oh she did i didn't realize oh man wow she died really young so she got married at like 16 i think right and right. then they found out that she was having the affair with the doctor so they he divorced right her and then they exiled her and then she died in exile damn and, the, and I obviously realize, a I doctor realize. was killed <laughs> right i was yeah. i was actually only reading christian's wikipedia page um because i was just i was really interested in the 
the mental illness part. <laughs> so that's what that's what drew me in. But um, I liked it, and I really liked the romance between the two, um, between Mads Mikkelsen and Alicia Vikander. I also felt like she wasn't scheming at all, and I think that's why I liked because I feel like in movies about affairs, they tend to make the woman seem kind of like a schemer. Mm-hmm. And I liked how she was just lonely, and she was in a terrible situation, and they found each other, and so she was she was a good character, and she wasn't even trying to get rid of the king. She just no. was lo- she just was lonely, you know. Yeah, and I think that loneliness it can be it's such a disease. I th- I consider it like a disease, you know. It's a disease. Like I'm not saying like a disease in the way I might call it a disorder or an affliction. I don't know if I'd call it a disease. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's. I mean, it can it can just profoundly affect all aspects of your life. And um, I liked too that it was about the age of enlightenment, and they were talking about that um, because that's like I keep mentioning him, but that's like around the time that Isaac Newton was around, <laughs> and so it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty interesting to see that, and Johan just comes in and has all these like ama- like just great ideas, and everyone's like, "What." you want people to be treated like human beings are you are what is wrong with you and i was like what is wrong with you like you have a problem with people being treated like another human being like they're like we can't own peasants that's disgust that's the most disgusting thing i've ever heard i want to own all the people that i want to own okay and they're gonna work my land and they're gonna give me money and they're gonna live in these shitty ass shacks because it's what i said because i'm aristocracy aristocracy i can't pronounce that word you know what i meant (laughs) um and uh and there's that one guy my phone keeps going dark that one guy who i kept oh yeah ov hulk goldberg um i kept calling him hairline because he had a terrible hairline (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh every time he did anything i'd be like shut up hairline (laughs) so um but uh so anyway let's see it's it's kind of disappointing that i think i think it's interesting the way that christian is portrayed at first because like so she's playing the piano and she's very talented, like a really talented, you know, player. And he says, stop playing, stop playing. And he's like, what, did you hear what I said? Move your fat little thighs and come and sit down. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you guys just met each other. You might want to get on your wife's good side. Just saying. <laughs> well, know? his stepmother, I mean, they established that his, so his stepmother and his father had a son, mm-hmm. and his father died, and his stepmother and his stepbrother are still living at the palace, and the stepbrother won't become king, and I think it was really hard for them to watch this man who's mentally ill, oh, who yeah. everyone thinks and knows is crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, he's king, and she wants her son to be king, so she totally manipulated him. She walked up to Christian, and she was like, Oh, people are saying that she's just what we need. Caroline, Caroline is just what we need. She's so artistic. Finally, somebody of art on the throne. And Christian the whole time is like, uh, really likes the arts and right. really wants to be like an actor and stuff. And so 
she basically pressed his buttons and said like hmm, she's more artistic than you and they're gonna think she's more clever and artistic than you and so he had no recourse in his mind because he doesn't have the headspace to intelligently right, right. handle that sort of manipulation or the the anger that it made him feel and so instead he insulted her and said her playing was like insufferable noise and stuff yeah yeah he he i wrote down that he said um on their wedding night that he asked her not to dim his light mm-hmm. and i was like huh interesting but i think you're right i think that he just cognitively does not have the ability to reason away this manipulation and be like oh well there's maybe a reason why she's acting this way because she's jealous she wants her son who i don't know if i just missed this but i don't think he ever said a single word in the entire movie i think he asked her to dance at the oh yeah that's right and that was like yeah other Mm -hmm. than that he seemed like he was just a puppet no that he was sitting and he was getting lessons and he he sort of was daydreaming and the the tutor was like pay attention to your lessons and he's like what's the point i'm not going to need to use any of this stuff christian was or no the the the, brother i think his name was frederick or something like that um i think he was Anyway, I think he was implying that what's the point of being educated? I'm not going to be king. Right. And that's sad because, I mean, I mean, it's not sad. I mean, I don't really I don't really feel anything for him. You know, I think that something that really struck me about the movie and is that any one of them could have had any sort of influence they wanted if they'd just gotten on his good side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he just didn't yeah. like his stepmother and his stepbrother, and they apparently didn't do anything to try to change that, you know? Yeah, it sounds like his stepmother was maybe kind of cruel to him, like when I read a little bit of information. Again, I didn't get a deep dive into it. I would have liked to, but um, I... <laughs> I was like, I finished the movie and I did some school stuff. And I was like, you know, it's time for, it's time for a nap. And then I took one <laughs> and it was great. And I did not want to get out of bed. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you take a nap and you're like, this is wonderful. Come back in like a month and I'll get out of bed. Like when I'm done resting. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, oh, I don't want to get up. Um, oh, okay. So. I so there's two birthing scenes in this movie and I was like oh boy <laughs> but the first one I kind of liked because oh, yeah, the me guy, too. yeah first of all I was like how dare you you man you are never gonna go through he's like a queen gives birth silently and with dignity and she starts screaming she at him I was right like, his face. it was pretty awesome <laughs> did you see the like really weird way they were making her give birth nobody was they were sitting down and she yeah. was just she was like doing it all herself basically it was so nobody was assisting in any way it's so and like, then he had ugh. like you said the audacity to say that i know i know he said that and i was like and then when she screamed at him i was like good for her i know i good thought that as well her. i liked that a lot and then so then she gets so she gives birth to frederick so that's a son and i love that after she was like you know what i've done my duty i've produced an heir yeah i don't need to do what i need to do with christian anymore and i was like yeah because she didn't she clearly did not enjoy the first time that they were together it was a very uncomfortable situation so her mother said or i think it was her mother at the beginning in england before they left her mother was like people will consider you a success if he visits you in your bedroom Mm-hmm. the first night you're there right so the first night she's there she asks him to come to her bedroom he comes 
and they have this awkward encounter where he like makes her kind of give him a hand job a little bit yeah like through his pants yeah or something well she he put her hand inside of his pants oh i guess i didn't know i thought it was on the and then and like the whole time i'm thinking i'm like oh this poor girl she's 16 she grew up in the 1700s there's no way she has no idea what she's doing yeah and then he sort of like got on top of her and i was like are they gonna make us watch this and thankfully i know thankfully she sort of like pushed him off because she got scared and then right. and then she apologized and then he told her like turn the lights off and take all your clothes off and i was like please do not make me watch this and it faded to black <laughs> thankfully it, thankfully it faded to black so i can only assume well at first i was like what would a night with him even be like but then you see that he visits prostitutes so he knows like he's had sex oh yeah for i'm not sure. saying it was a pleasant experience for her but i'm just saying like i was worried that it was just gonna be like what and so i assume that it just my assumption is it was all pleasure for him and not much for her yeah i'm assuming he's a selfish lover and he doesn't like make sure that she enjoys herself i kind of assume that too um so that was my main assumption about their wedding night and i was really happy that they just let me have whatever assumption i wanted instead of showing me and i agree with you that i liked how she was like well I had a son, so we don't really need to have sex anymore. I know. I like how she's like, cool. Um, also, I mean, he's out. It, it, like, so when I was reading the Wikipedia page, or I was reading, um, I think it was called It's Factinate. And um, one of the things they said is that he had like a favorite prostitute that he always visited or something like mm. that. I wonder if that was like the girl near the end who was like cowering in the corner. Maybe. Was throwing shit. Yeah. Um, but... I yeah I mean I don't blame her like it's like why 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 would you even want to continue to have that relationship with your husband when you know it's not going to be pleasant you know what I mean yeah I think it's probably a frightening experience for somebody who is whose sexual awakening is happening all at once yeah and also probably is a little bit painful initially and also probably isn't that much more pleasurable after that if he's a selfish like right. i said a selfish lover which he seemed like he probably is he seemed like the type that's like a just a rutting type you know what i mean just mm-hmm. like going at it like Ugh! and you're and like then, okay <laughs> great sound effect thank you michael winslow everyone <laughs> what did you say i said michael winslow everyone what? i don't understand that he's the sound he just does a bunch of sound effects oh okay is that the guy from police academy yeah okay yeah okay, okay. and uh yeah i agree i think you're right and uh so i just i totally get why it would and they they didn't bond at all like i think no not at all i think you have to be in a certain mindset i think to just have sex with somebody who you have no connection with whatsoever and maybe people can do it but i feel like even one night stands are usually built on some sort of chemistry or like flirtation and i feel like the two of them have no none of that so i think it would be really hard to uh and then later in the movie he even says to johan he's like i don't even get an erection when i'm with her right, right, so right, he right. didn't really want to be with her I know. Either, he's like you know? no he's like listen i know she's my wife but i'm i'm good thank you yeah. <laughs> and, um, i the thing is too is that i oh and i always think about this whenever i see something like this i always think like this poor girl is going to go the rest of her life thinking that this is what sex is like i know yeah. you know and it's like 
it can be really great and fun if you're doing it with the right person, which she does later. Um, Mags Miggleson. Mags Muggleson. Love him. Um, <laughs> the first, uh, so I wanted to say, the first movie I think I ever saw Alicia Vikander in was either Ex Machina or I think it was Ex Machina, but, or it was The Man from Uncle. So I liked her immediately (laughs) you know what i mean um the first movie i ever saw him in was casino royale oh yeah and he had like a scar across his his uh face and like one blind eye and i thought he was so fucking hot (laughs) really yes oh my god i was like i think i was like daniel craig who who's this guy i was like he's so mysterious and handsome like yeah he always looked kind of like robotic to me like his face looked like it was like ai face <laughs> and i can't explain it that's all i that's the only thing no, I, I can get say it. i get it and i think if i had seen this movie if this movie had come out when i was like 17 i probably had been like why would she sleep with the ugly guy <laughs> her husband was so much better looking see i don't <laughs> but i didn't think I christian was good looking well, i think i well i think christian is is a very handsome is a handsome I mean, as like, like I the guess, actor. I right, mean, the actor, right, not right, the character. Right, like right, he right, was wearing right. like that curly wig. No one's into that, but <laughs> most people probably are. But I'm not. But anyway, so now seeing it as an adult, uh, I think Mads Mikkelsen. Mads. Uh, it's Mads Mikkelsen. Mads it's just, Mikkelsen. Yeah, it's just how you, I feel yeah. like the Mugs Muggleson is like tripping I, me I up. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Is well, remember, um, it's just it's it's pronounced how you you see it basically. Oh, I remember. Oh, you remember. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> uh, and the I think in this movie, him and the king have like an equally attractive uh, traction. I can attraction, see that. I can see that. But the king, just because he's like more youthful and classically handsome, and Mads because his character is a more attractive character, oh, personality-wise sure. right. and thoughtfulness-wise. So as an adult seeing it, I'm like, yeah, I can see why she made that choice. But as a, I just know myself, and as a kid, I've been like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> how gross. I know. I don't know how I would have felt that was as a, a kid. Whole tirade that I <laughs> no, not sure I mean, if it made sense. I think about like movies I saw that I loved when I was a kid. Um, like the perfect example is American Beauty because when I first saw that I kind of thought the relationship between Lester and Angela was sexy and then I grew up and I went this is disgusting I hate it why why did I ever like that I'm really actually kind of disturbed by this I still one of my favorite movies that doesn't that hasn't changed but um, I think I don't know how I would have felt like if I had seen this when I was younger I mean if I had seen it when it came out I probably would have just been like Really, like, because it came out after Casino Royale, because Casino Royale came out in, like, 2008 or something. So, you know, I would have been like, oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> but so I don't know how it would have felt if I was a kid, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think I I think I probably maybe would have been in the same boat that you were, where I would have been like, ew, why'd she hook up with this old guy? But then yeah. again, Lester and Angela, so who knows, you know? Yeah. I think they did a really good job with costuming in this movie, because... Uh, Christian and uh, all the other men had like those dumb curly wigs, but Johan 
yeah he was the only one who had like natural straight hair and he had the best hair of the bunch i agree and i was like girl if you're gonna sleep with one of them it's gotta be him just for the hair alone because who wants a guy who has like the side curls you know like the george washington thing i I was texting my friend mariella and i was like i was like mads mickelson has a a ponytail in this and then i added like clapping emojis and i was like and it is doing it it for me (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, I mean, he, I think he, he was so appealing too, though, because he was like really liberal in his thoughts. And he, I mean, he wanted equality for people, you know, mm-hmm. and he was intelligent and well spoken. And then there was like, and he won over the king where no one else really was able to. And I think that part of that was probably his training as a doctor was that he maybe had some training in like mental illness or whatever, you know, as, as rudimentary as it was back in the, um, 18th century um but (laughs) there was there's one line where and i can't i actually i didn't write this down i'm surprised that i even remember it but there's one line where he starts saying like there's something rotten in the state of he's gonna say the state of denmark and the king's like no no, i don't like that one but it reminded me of um did you ever watch those videos with uh it was like your gay best friend or something like that yeah you show them to me yeah (laughs) so there's one where he's He's talking about Othello, and he's like, there's something rotten in the state of Denmark, and it is Othello's piss-poor attitude. <laughs> so I always think of whenever I hear that line, I'm always like, it's Othello's piss-poor attitude. <laughs> I yeah, just love it. Yeah, Christian and Johan were like back and forth quoting Shakespeare and stuff. Yeah. I think that, I think one of the reasons Johan was able to, like, get through to christian was because he didn't necessarily i think he did have an agenda but he didn't at the same time like he wasn't he i think he probably just has like a a good nature and a good bedside manner and he's able to connect with people and he saw how christian was being treated by the people around him and i think he sympathetically like tried to get to him like get become a friend and like actually listen to him and hear him because he would say like well, if you if you weren't king, what would you what would you want to yeah. be doing? What would make you happy? And and then like when Christian would get these whims and these ideas, he would sort of support them. And I thought that that was really well, interesting. He treated him like a friend, yeah, like a person, and, like a person. Than, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think everyone else treated him on like he was like this like he's crazy. pedestal or something. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like this crazy pedestal, and the reality of it is, is that it's just it's like if. I mean, if this was now, Christian should have never been king because of his mental illness, because he's just, he just cannot cognitively do it. Like, he, he just doesn't have that ability to, and it's not, I, 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 so I was, like, doing, as I was doing some research about him, he had, like, a really brutal um, tutor that would, like, beat him up and, like, scold him and shit like that. Like, a brooder. A brooder. <laughs> A brooder. <laughs> oh, I do love mixing words together. <laughs> um, and so they, in the no, in what I read in Factinate, they had said that that's where the mental illness started. So I personally think it's there's probably a lot more to it. Like he had it, he was born with it, and then it just that really just kind of triggered it and made it worse. You know. Um, well. Yeah, I think if, like, if you think about kids who have Asperger's or something and they go to school and 
people work with them rigorously to try to help them become independent Mm -hmm. and i think if if you're just a tutor in 1750 or whatever right are you gonna work with this young boy to try to help him become independent or you gonna get frustrated with him you know what i mean right right and especially if you don't understand exactly i mean it's such it's like the thing about christian is that he's sensitive um but he's sensitive in a way that's mentally ill so it's just like a different level of being able to deal with someone who is um you know typic typical i guess um neurotypical versus someone who's neurodivergent um and i i don't know i i really like i i I never really liked christian as a character but i heavily empathize with him because i think that he just desperately needed the help and he was never going to get it because they just didn't have it at that time. It wasn't a possibility, you know? Um, but he should have never, he should have never ruled over Denmark. He was not, he was not capable of that at all, you know? Um, but then, so, so, uh, let's see. I mean, he, so he, and that the thing is too with that, and this is kind of like, runs parallel along the lines of um with queen anne is that he had all these people who were um ruling for him because he was incapable of doing it and that made them like heavily manipulative like one of the things that i was amazed that he even gave that power over because i would have been like (laughs) no (laughs) was when uh johan was like you don't have to sign for all the laws like you can just sign for some of them but just sign this paper that's saying that it's okay to you know and if that had been me i would have been like uh no i'm the king so what i say goes (laughs) you know like let's just let's just remind let's just remember who's at the top here everyone okay yeah no i'm gonna be here for every fucking little little council meeting okay um but i mean he i just i don't think he cared about i don't think he really cared about ruling i think he cared about his pursuits and that was you know like theater and reading and having sex with prostitutes <laughs> you know what i mean that's yeah. what he wanted to do it's like he wanted to live a life of leisure he didn't want to have the responsibility of a of a king so yeah uh, yeah i definitely think that they the people around him like there was one scene in the council when he asked, he's like, "What's this law about?" And they're like, "Just sign it." And he, yeah, yeah like, so nobody yeah. was really explaining things to him or or leveling with him. And then for a while, Johan and him were like a united front, and Johan would level with him. But then Johan just became just like them and being like, "Oh, just just sign this, or you don't have to sign this." Yeah. But I thought it was really sweet because Johan said to him in that scene, he's like, "You don't have to, you know, just." sign this paper and I can sign all these things that you need to sign and, and this paper will absolve you of it and you can just go do whatever you want. You can just go have fun. And he goes, but I have fun with you. And I thought it was... I know. Like, it's boyish. Like, he's he's obviously... I agree with you. Like, I don't think he's a great character because he... His mental illness made him very difficult to, like, really like. Yeah, because yeah. Because, you know, he didn't have any... He didn't have any parameters. Like, nobody worked with him to try to help him overcome those those deficiencies in his, you know, like, his... He has, you know, like, like you said, like, somebody who is neurotypical doesn't have the difficulties to overcome that someone who's neurodivergent does. Right. 
and nobody worked with him to try to overcome those so he just had these gaps right and 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 so i really liked how boyish he was with johan how he's he's like no i have fun with you i like being around you and yeah and i thought that that was really sweet and it was sad and it was like and that's i think that's one of the reasons i like this movie is because even though he like bad things were going on with these people none of them seemed super unlikable because like you said christian was severely mentally ill so i mean it was it's hard to be like oh he's evil when he's like he's a child he has a child's mentality basically and you know and johan i think is good at heart and he thought oh well i have this position i can do some good with it but it just gets you know it got i think he overstepped i think he had really good intentions but he definitely overstepped yeah and you can't do everything that he did and not expect there to be backlash and you know of of like right. people getting jealous or people getting angry you know because they they ran out of money and he wouldn't he wouldn't reimburse that one guy what was his name oh my god that pissed me off because that guy was such a little bitch about it i was like you gambled away all your money like this is your fault you are in this position he offered you a solution and you're being a bitch about it and then this guy went Ron's, around ronso Ron, yeah and then ronso went around and was like hey guess what i'm gonna whisper in the ear of every single person who has any sort of ability or power or whatever about you know uh what was how do you pronounce his last name stronzi 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 um i'll just call him johan about johan and um and, and you know and then there's like all these people who still want to maintain this level of ownership that they have over the peasants and, and the serfdom or serfs and stuff like that and so like yo johan's trying to bring this denmark into the 21st century and everyone's throwing a fit about it because they don't want things to change 21st century 21st century like the 18th century well i'm trying to you know what i mean (laughs) it's the yeah no it took place in the 1700s right yeah yeah so 19th century 18th century i don't know i into the future is what i meant into the future that's fine yeah to the future yeah, no, I agree. Nobody, well, because they all stood to lose. Like the only people that gained were the peasants. The oh yeah, well yeah, and then and the council anything. was all um, disbanded and stuff like that. Which they, when that happened, when when Christian was like, "This is it," and the council's disbanded, you're fired or whatever. And that guy was just like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah bitch. <laughs> I was like, that's what you get for fucking with the best. You know? like, I was Mess like, with the best, die like the rest. I was like, I was like please do with games, win stupid prizes, asshole. <laughs> I was so excited over that scene. Um, and so, but I, I wrote down like court sounds like the most stressful place ever. Like, and I'm talking about every single movie I've ever seen that has to do with like a court. And I'm including like Ever After. I mean, everything. It's like, holy crap. Like, you have to constantly watch your back because someone is all like, there's someone out there with a knife and they are ready to stab you in it. And it's just like, damn. Yeah. Um, especially, and if you. Like, you might be fine if you don't have any real power, um, but if you do, you better watch out because there is someone that is always around the corner willing to take you down, you know? And I was like, I was like, then there's like a scene where, where Caroline, Caroline uh, hadn't slept in days. And I was like, because she's so stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, 
Oh, I also wrote down that one of the guys said of the court that most of the king's problems are theorized to be from excessive masturbation. Yeah, I saw that. The um, who was it? Was was it? Uh, I think it was Hairline. No, it was the other guy. That was. He was like in charge of all the happenings at court. He was the older guy. Was it Burnstuff? Maybe. Um. Anyway, yeah. Oh no, maybe you're right. Maybe, no, I think it was Burnstuff. It was the older guy who's like, was he the one that got kicked off of? Um, yeah, off of the, the, council? the council. Okay. Um. Oh. I also wrote the sun in many adult clothes made me lose my shit because it was so fucking cute. <laughs> he's like, he's so tiny. He's like three years old. And he's standing there like dressed up like an adult. And I was like, stop. This is too much. I was like, this is so cute. He's a mini adult. <laughs> and he's just like, he was so adorable. Um, those kids were beautiful, by the way. I was like, what beautiful children. My goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh my. And, uh, Anyway, um, oh, so, okay, so I wrote, like, I have a ton of notes. I think, I kind I don't know if there was, like, s- supposed to be more with this, but, like, the dead, the dead man that they come across, it was, like, tortured to death. Well, I guess it kind of did, because it kind of showed, like, this is how horrible Denmark is at the moment for peasants, you know, and then... There's like that poor woman who's trying to, it seemed like she's trying to cut him down or something. And she like runs away because she's terrified of Johan. And I was like, oh my God, this poor girl. I mean, this woman is like, I'm going to be hurt. This guy's going to hurt me. And she's like, she like runs like a football field away and just, just standing there like watching him. And I was, I, I, I just, again, as I said, no thank you to living in this time. It is, sounds extremely stressful. Yeah. Even if you are very rich. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm good. Also, like the lack of bathing, just I gotta tell you, that really kills it for me. <laughs> um, well, and then so they have like the smallpox outbreak, and Johan inoculates this the um, which just based on what they were showing seemed awful. Um, yeah, I was wondering how that they was were like done. cutting he had, him like, open. A knife. I don't know what yeah. was going on. Yeah, <laughs> like, but he inoculated the prince, the young, right. the little baby. Yeah, Frederick, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I like I, I liked that they were trying to make this a more widespread thing, inoculation or, or vaccinations, you know, and and just like the council's like, well. It doesn't really affect us because we're super rich. So, no. And I was like, mm, okay, well, when you get smallpox, because smallpox doesn't care if you're fucking rich or poor, I'd like to see you complain about inoculation. <laughs> you know, it was just like, and smallpox is like awful. Like, you get yeah. all these little mm-hmm. pox, you know. Yeah. Um, did you know that? <laughs> With smallpox, you get pox on you. Um, they're small. They're small. Uh, and... How did you feel about Brandt? Well, I liked Brandt, and I was sad that he got killed. Cause Me too. I felt like... So, Brandt and... I can never remember his name. Ron... What was it? Ron Sau? Ron Sau. Oh, Ron Sau. Yeah. They, they found Johan in Germany, and they were like, Look, the king is on a European tour. He's not mentally fit to continue. They need a doctor. So, we're telling you about this. 
go interview for the position and when you get the position restore us to favor because they were in court with like the danish court but then something happened and they you know the king like kicked right. him out right so johan gets the job to become the doctor he reinstates them you know they're back at court and brant i think is just a s- sad sadly is a uh just a like collateral damage this yeah, whole thing I think so and, too. and brant says to johan he's like i don't have an affair with the queen i like you you're my friend and i don't want to come to your execution yeah and then later the two of them are executed together yeah and, and johan i feel like essentially brant, goes to his execution yeah, yeah. and i feel like brant is just this I mean, I just feel so bad. He's like an innocent bystander almost. I, I mean, he works with them when, like, when the council is when the council is disassembled and Christian and and Johan sort of take over. And Brandt is part of that group. But I mean, still, I feel like, geez, let him go. He didn't do. What did he do? I know. But they lied. I mean, they lied to Johan and told, or they lied to Christian, the king, and told him that Johan and Brandt and the queen were wanted to kill him. Right. So right. that, you know, they didn't even really do anything. It was just these aristocratic people who wanted their positions back, you know, I know. And, and Brandt, like he, well, Brandt was hated by Christian too. So I'm sure that didn't help his case at all. Cause I oh, yeah, feel I like forgot. Christian was yeah, like, Christian to his face, hated like, him. I don't like you. I know he, well then he was given the, uh, the little page, that cute little boy, which I was, I had written down. I was like, did the has the king ever seen a black person before? Because well, I, I think that's why he was like touching his right, face and everything. He like started laughing. He's like, "Look at you!" And I, I was like, what? "What? What a weird reaction!" Then I was yeah. like, "Oh shit! He may have never seen a black person yeah, before." Probably. Um, I mean, I it's mean, Denmark. It's Denmark in a the lot 1700s. of white people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but this, he was just such a cute little kid, um, <clears throat> and. And then, and, and so Johan's like, yeah, no, you'll, you'll hang out with your page and, and Brandt will be around you all the time. And he goes, I hate Brandt. <laughs> I was just like, oh, damn. And Brandt was like, uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what am I even going to do? Like, he doesn't, I mean, what is he going to do? You know? And then there's like that scene where they're watching the guy um, in the play and he's talking about like the devil, which I thought was a very interesting thing to use at the time because i feel like it was very relevant to like what was happening within the court and who was more devilish than others you know and uh but christian was like uh move your chair away you're breathing down my neck and brent just had this look like right got it okay sorry yeah you know and i just i felt like he was such a he just kind of was going along with everything like and i i really i felt sorry for him at the end because i i liked him i didn't have a problem with him you know i don't he yeah he wasn't really he didn't have any sort of real um like emotions or opinions either way like he wasn't like a strong character in any sense of the word but uh he was i like he was likable enough you mm-hmm. know but um so <laughs> so i wrote down Oof, that torrid forbidden kiss in the empty, darkened hallway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, hello, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> or hello, nurse. <laughs> More like it. Um, that was hot. That was, uh, it that, was, yeah, it was pretty I liked hot. It. I, I, um, I thought their, their love story went along at a nice pace. Me too. And it had interesting developments. I, I enjoyed when, uh, when she, her uh, christian was talking about how 
uh the queen like didn't seem to it was always kind of boring and she he wanted a fun queen and right. so he made johan go talk to her like he made johan like uh like give her like a what's the word that i'm looking for it i don't know i mean no I, like like he he made her like go talk to johan to see if she was sick or something because right. johan was like well maybe you're well, sick she's fucking maybe she's depressed sick. <laughs> and then she saw that he had books like some of the books that i assume were probably taken away from her when oh, she came from time. england yeah. and then then they sort of like bonded and went riding and they talked about the books together and he like she was enjoying the rain and he was kind of struck by her beauty but he didn't do the hallmark movie thing and, th- and say like oh how beautiful he just i think he was more struck by the fact that she was kind of like a caged bird you yeah. know like here's this beautiful woman who also has a brain right she's just rotting in this castle with this mentally ill husband and and he like sees her in a different light and he sees her just enjoying the rain and saying it reminds her she's saying it reminds her of being back in england and which is like so sort sad of get the depth you of, know yeah like i want to talk about just briefly I thought the beginning of the movie was especially sad because I can only assume that this happened often in that day and age where women were sent away from their homes right. to a totally different culture, totally different house. Yeah. To be she used subservient to speak a totally wives. different language, too. Yeah, and I was surprised she spoke Danish pretty good. She but, spoke um, Danish very well. So I was she, very surprised as well. She's in England and she's picking flowers and she's like... They have a, there's a voice over her. Oh, because she's the movie starts where she's in exile and she's writing a letter to her children to say everything right. that happened. So she's saying in the voiceover, like, you know, I dreamed of, you know, being in love with my husband and us having a beautiful love story. And it's just like so heartbreaking because then she gets there and obviously that's not going to be the case. And not only are they not going to have a beautiful love story, but she's also just not even going to have him as any sort of partner because no, he's I know. mentally ill. Yeah. And, uh, and so then. So you can well, just wait, wait. get the depth just, of her sorrow. I want to add one thing to that. As you said, when she was in England, she said something about, oh, he's into art, he's into acting. And she said something like, he's perfect. And I yeah. was like, I was like, sweetie, no. So, no. It's so sad. <laughs> really it's so sad. I know. And, and it could, like, from the outside. She's so young, too. Well, and from the outside looking in, like, if you didn't know that he had this mental problem, it'd be like, you guys are both young, you're both attractive. You know, like, you could have you could potentially have a good life. You're both interested in art and literature and you could have a good life together. But he just, he had too many obstacles that nobody helped him get past. And so you can just get the depth of her sorrow. I think when she's standing and she's saying as it rains, that it reminded her of being in England. And I think that that's me. I I just really like that moment between her and Johan, because I think he, he saw her in a different light. And I don't think he, I'm not saying he pitied her, but I think he definitely had empathy for this this person who's cuz she also says early on that she got really angry at Christian because she realized she was stuck there forever with him right. and that was her life and she was and so, you know. Well, he also took away like her only companion yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, he Yeah. He, Which I love that they were reunited later. Mm-hmm. That made me get a little emotional. I was like, "Oh, her friend." <laughs> you know, I was like, "Oh, um so but yeah, so I mean, so that the the lady in waiting the queen is like, no, I don't, I don't want the, the, my husband to visit my chambers. Like, no, I did my job. I gave birth to your hair. You, like your heir, your, your hair. hair, your hair. Wow. 
<laughs> I gave birth to your heir. She's like, I'm good. I don't I don't want to have sex with this guy anymore. Um, which like totally get it. I wouldn't either. <laughs> um and then he got so angry that he kicked out the the lady in waiting and was yeah. like, Fuck you, go find some work elsewhere. Like and I was like, Okay. So cool. So not only is she in a foreign land, she thankfully speaks the language at least, but it's a totally different culture, a totally different situation. She has absolutely no one. And she's dealing with this guy who's so fucking severely mentally ill that he is in the perpetual state of like a 13-year-old, you know? And and she just had a baby. And, and so it's like, I mean, so then she's, I'm sure, extra emotional because of all the, you know, emotions that pregnancy and 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 like postpartum bring along so it's just the whole like her whole situation is just so fucking like it just kills you you know and i think it's especially easy to empathize as women you know because i think that maybe we just kind of might get it more (laughs) you know what i mean um not saying that men can't i'm just saying that it's women have been treated like this for a long time anyway so let's see what else well i i do want to talk i kind of interrupted you and i apologize but we were talking about their we were talking about their romance Uh uh-huh yeah and their first their like kiss yeah yeah and i agree with you like it was it was a hot kiss and then um and then she sends him a letter where she's like yo bro you can find (laughs) a key to my chambers i know hidden under a rock in the stairway she's like if so you go to this why room. don't you uh get that key <laughs> come in my wink, room wink. <laughs> and uh we'll play chess Do that. Yeah. yeah we'll just play some chess yeah yeah naked chess what <laughs> did i say that loud oh my gosh <laughs> but yeah we'll be naked <laughs> and uh they so then they started doing it <sighs> doing it having sexual intercourse <laughs> intercourse (laughs) (laughs) they them people's having sexual intercourse it seemed like they really enjoyed themselves no i agree i agree yeah and you know like they really first connected when they were dancing together and there was like there's a scene with like the slow motion Mm -hmm. which i've talked about slow motion however i have i have no problem with slow motion if it's used and utilized well and i think in that scene it's utilized well the issue i normally have with slow motion is that it's either used in like an action film and it doesn't need to be in slow motion because people are just using it as like a tool and i'm like okay well just because you're a bad writer or director doesn't mean that you can use you know slow motion to make yourself look like a better director but well, war isn't bad enough we have to make <laughs> war look worse i'm specifically thinking of mulan right now sure um the live action one which I kind of actually forgot that that was a thing until I just mentioned it. So, <laughs> so were you thinking of it? I was thinking oh. of it, but I it was just so bad that I think I I just like erased it from my memory. I it's it's a what's it called? Um, repressed. A, yes, it's a repressed mm. memory of Mulan. Yeah, <laughs> or as Bear calls it, Meowlan. Oh. <laughs> Where is he? I don't know. I don't know either. I thought he was over there, but he's not. He's not making an appearance on the podcast, despite him actually watching some of the movie today. Well, Mm -hmm. that's the trick. He wouldn't watch the whole thing. Well, he can't. He can't read English, so that's a problem. So that's a problem. He's like, he's like, whom? What are they saying? I'm like, I I can't. I have to write. I can't read it to you. (laughs) Anyway, yes, yeah. the, The dancing scene was was interesting because. I liked it because she was thinking, like, he's acting like maybe he doesn't enjoy dancing with me. But I think he was thinking, like, 
ooh, she is so hot. <laughs> I don't know what accent. That was like That's a weird like a French. French. But she is so hot. Yeah. And, you Magnifique. Know, so it was interesting, uh, like, that they were on the same page, but she thought they were on a different page, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, no, I, I like her little, her little secret of, like, hey, hey, how you doing? You want to come visit me tonight? Here's the key. <laughs> And he's like, I do. And she's like, great, let's do it. <laughs> and, they and then did they it. did. And yeah. they had a, a lot of fun, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty like sexy. Multiple was, times. Yeah, it was like, they. I thought that that was a good cast as well, good casting mm-hmm. for them, because they had a lot of chemistry. You know? Yeah. And he's... I feel like she would have chemistry with the brick wall, though, honestly. <laughs> she's very, she's a very good actor. Well, they mm-hmm. both are very talented actors, you know? I don't think I've ever seen anything of Mads Mikkelsen where I wasn't, like, absolutely on board with it. I did watch the first couple episodes of Hannibal, and I didn't like it, but I also think I just don't really like Hugh Dancy. Mm. So there's that. He There's something about him that just kind of gets on my nerves, you know? Um, but I also felt like I was watching an episode of... Oh, shit, what's that one show? Criminal Minds. Oh, and, you yeah, know, if Patrick Brewster is not going to be in it, I'm not going to watch what's it. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, Monster of the Week. Well, not that I want to watch. Not that I want to watch Criminal Minds anyway. But when uh, you know when Emily was was here was staying here, she she'll watch it, and uh, it was on, and she's like, "Sorry, I'll change it for you. I know you hate the show." And I was like, "No, you can you can leave it on." And she was like, "What? Are you okay?" And I was like. Well, I kind of have a thing for Paget Brewster, so <laughs> you could leave it on. She was like, "All right." It's <laughs> like, "What can I say?" I'm a simple woman. I like breakfast food and brunette women, <laughs> brunette people, I guess it's specifically. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you get that reference? It's from Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That's cool. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm warm right now. Yeah, and I liked how, um, so I I liked how their relationship was, in a weird way, it was like pure, kind of. Like, she didn't want to take the throne from Christian. She didn't want to, she didn't even talk about, like, running away with the doctor, with Johan. She just, I think she just was finally connecting with somebody. She was finally able to have intellectual conversations. She was able to feel and receive and give love and have sex with somebody who probably took care of her, it seemed like. Yeah, And yeah. just be in, like, a relationship with somebody. And, and I think that that was just so lacking in her life that I think that was enough for her almost. And then... So then she suggested to Johan that him and Christian sort of work together. Mm-hmm. And and they had this like little like poetic enlightenment circle of free thinkers yeah. who were like making positive change in Denmark finally and they I were know. like inoculating all the peasants and, like, all and they the were like are really getting, good that they were doing. Yeah, they were they were abolishing like the ban on free speech. They were abolishing like peasants being owned by aristocratic people. Yeah. They were doing all kind. They get. They got. They were having like from, shorter working hours for yeah. peasants, which is great too, because mm-hmm. everyone deserves to have a work a life, life balance. You know, like yeah. And they got a letter from <laughs> Voltaire, like, yeah. and and Christian was just like, no, 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 who cares? He didn't care that he got a letter from Voltaire. I, I was and, like, guys, oh my god, I got a letter from Voltaire. <laughs> and it was just like things were going really well for them, which is naturally why people were getting jealous because people lost their happy position of yeah. these like wealthy aristocrat aristocrat aristocrats <laughs> meow aristocrats 
and the the mother it's okay like, what i call it earlier aristocracy yeah maybe <laughs> the stepmother you know she obviously was like the I gotta, dowager I gotta queen get, dowager queen dowager queen she was like i gotta get my son on this yeah and you know she was like son that has absolutely no personality whatsoever why don't you come and rule and he's like okay and she's like let me tell you everything that you're gonna do because you have no personality or thoughts of your own i'm just being rude because i don't know and they just he was just a character that just didn't really have anything to him i but, think that and then oh go ahead I, well i don't think that's necessarily the character's fault i think it's just he just wasn't vital to the story right you know yeah so. we don't know anything about him right. really but, and you're um, not re- you're not really supposed to care about him either because you're on the side of the queen and johan so um <clears throat> oh i wrote i can't believe how many people were in the queen's bedchamber right after she gave birth oh yeah i was like guys give the woman a minute to like i don't know heal <laughs> you know like you can't see the baby in two weeks or something you know like no. they're like we immediately have to see the child right i mean you know future king and then future princess or princess whatever. yeah louise augusta i thought it was so it was interesting so she got pregnant because as we discussed you can't just raw dog all the time <laughs> which i assume they were doing yeah it's a pretty so, fair assumption I feel uh, like. if you're playing watchers of the movie bingo i did say raw dog <laughs> Uh, anyway, you do use that so, term more than any I, other person I ever. I think it's super comedic. <laughs> Raw dog. Yeah, I just think it's like it's a gross phrase, but it's really funny to me because it's so <laughs> no, crass. It is crass. It's but totally it's, like, crass. Comedically crass because it it doesn't sound like it's not an ugly sounding phrase. Right, it's right. just like it just is interesting anyway <laughs> no it's totally true they you know yeah. they i'm sure that they were having plenty of unprotected sex yeah i mean it's 1766 or 1770 yeah. or whatever like who has time for condoms <laughs> I mean, right birth, birth control has been around for uh, thousands of years at that point but well i mean the pull-out still... method is tried and true <laughs> <laughs> no they had like um, there's a billion people that'll tell you that <laughs> There was like, I mean, there's, I think there's all sorts. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, there are prophylactics of some kind, like, right. But anyway, all I mean is, I'm pretty sure they weren't being cautious because she got knocked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, She had a bun in the oven. She did. She told, she told Johan that she was pregnant. And then she's like, I got to sleep with Christian again. And, uh, I felt so bad for Johan because he I, was tormented well, I by felt that. Bad for Johan, I felt bad for her. Oh yeah, me too. I felt bad for Christian because me he's too. being manipulated. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's really not a positive thing for anybody involved. No. And she said, you know, like we we have to do this for the safety of the child, which I I, I agree with. I yeah. think that that was. I mean, I think that in 18th century Denmark that that's a wise decision if you're a queen and you're having an affair like yeah yeah i mean you don't want to screw yourself over you don't want to screw your child over and she said like our child's gonna end up in the gutter if i don't do this and i mean and, and just like but afterward she's like don't don't come close to me like to, to johan she's like i stink of him mm-hmm. and that kind of just bummed me out a little bit well <laughs> i thought it I thought it was really sweet when she so some sort of some amount of time had passed and and Christian comes into her room and she's like I don't think we should have sex because I'm too pregnant and mm-hmm. it's not safe and he goes well I'll just stay here with you and the baby yeah and I, I thought, thought it was like, kind of sweet too and I, <laughs> it's just so sad it's so heartbreaking because he's, he's so sweet 
and, and he's like talking to the baby like, too yeah, like yeah and like her like, stomach like he's a you know and and i think things are finally going well for him because johan is an adult who treats christian like an adult and sort of taught him how to get over some of his you know some of the things that are holding him back like johan told him early on he's like you love acting so when we go to these meetings these council meetings just act right you know just right, pretend yeah. you're acting right you know and it's kind of like it's kind of like somebody who has a stutter i've heard people say that if they had when they had stutters as like a stutter as a kid one of the ways to get around it was to like speak with a different accent or something oh, you know what i mean because you're i think the idea and now don't quote me on this and i've just just what i've heard and in, in passing is that the idea is if you're talking with a different accent i think your brain is occupied with oh. that and i think you can sort of like circumvent the stutter like i said that i don't know if i'm fully talking about the science so i apologize but i think basically there's I mean, just little sense. things like that yeah, yeah. or sense. like um, like I saw a movie called Rocket Science once and it's a fictionalized movie but it's about a kid that had a stutter and he could get past it if he sang everything oh. so he would just kind of like kind of sing what he was saying like this and it helped him make a speech for the debate team you know like right and so and so just things like that so I feel like Christian had the equivalent of like somebody showing him how to get around that stutter you know well i think johan spoke christian's language that's a good way of putting yeah. it i yeah. think that christian had his own language and no one else like and sure he he knew enough to get by of other people's languages but johan spoke to him on a level that no one else quite had and again i think it's partially probably because of his his own uh, education you know um and then you know he talked about his father being a priest so maybe his father was like a very empathetic man or something like that you know and and johan grew up in a i'm i'm just guessing like a kind and like loving household i'm just guessing i don't know but um i <sighs> shit what was i gonna say oh um that singing thing reminds me of um I always, I always actually think about this a lot. It's a uh, Marshall from How I Met Your Mother would always like saying everything. He oh, said. the password. I'm gonna put the something. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the password, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you sing everything you do." He's like, "I'm gonna put the the bread and the toaster. Gonna make some <laughs> toast." And I, and I noticed that I actually I sing a lot of what I do too. <laughs> it's just like it's one of those things where. I don't really realize I'm doing it. And then I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's fun to sing what you do. Uh, so let's see. Well, so so things are finally going well for Christian, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I thought it was very sweet. And then she was like, okay, I guess you can stay and we can sleep in here, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then the Dowager Queen sees Johan put his hand on caroline's stomach yeah and she's like wait a second mm -hmm. they're having an affair that's his child i'm gonna blow the roof well i think place. i don't think she i don't think she immediately knew that they were having an affair she definitely she definitely knew that something was wrong and then she asked all those maids like if you like tell us what did you see and then there was that one maid that was like um, I'm a piece of shit tattletale, so I'm going to tell you everything. She was making the bed, and she, like, smelled the sheets, and I was like, yeah, girl, what do I, the sheets smell like? I like that really, like, it wasn't <laughs> even just, like, one, like, no, it was like a, yeah, she, like, huh, was really, think yeah. about it, sniff it again. I was like, cool, sniff that twice, that's great. Ew! <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
sorry, that was crude, but it's not untrue. So, (laughs) yeah, she's like sniffing the sheets and then she's like, oh, um, they're having an affair. And I was like, and I felt so irritated because I was like, how does this benefit you? Like, how does this, like, if this is benefiting you, if this is going to make you a lady, if this is going to give you more money, okay, I understand that. Court is obviously a backstabby place, but fuck you. (laughs) You Well, uh, yeah, we don't know what she offered her for giving that information, but I do think it, it, to your point, it made me really sad that everyone at court, every single person there knew what Caroline had married into and no one stuck their neck out to help her no no one tried to ease her suffering no one was like hey we know you're married to this guy who is not easy and you're stuck here no one did no they were all just in it for themselves and even when they banished her and wouldn't let her take frederick with her Which they was, all looked they looked really like, like <laughs> ron ron Zhao and the dowager even the dowager queen looked a little bit sad like oh maybe yeah. this is too far but they they were resolute they didn't stop it and no i know, you know like, she's just a girl like i think at that point what is she like 19 years old maybe yeah you i know? mean like that part broke my heart because she frederick's like five years old you mm-hmm. can assume he's really young and she's like mommy's gonna return i'm gonna return i'll be back i'll be back mommy's gonna be back and then it's like and he never saw her again and mm-hmm. i was like so not only is he dealing with a father who is severely mentally ill, but now he has a mother who promised him that she she would be back and he's never going to see her again. And the loss of a parent when you're a child has a profound effect on your mental health when you get older. Um, I've done some research on it and it's just like it's so sad it's so sad what happens with kids that that lose their parents out young because you know i mean like losing our parents as adults is is very tragic too but we can also deal with it because we have the mental capacity to do so but a child does not and so i mean i kind of assume that frederick maybe felt for the rest of his life like his mom abandoned him even though that wasn't true um but it's also he was like five when it happened so why wouldn't he think that you know what i mean because that's i mean this is like probably one of the most traumatizing experiences of his life and watching his mother be dragged away from him like screaming and crying i mean it like it made me emotional like that scene was like i i um it's just it was so sad and um oh i also wanted to say so christian calls caroline caroline mother yeah a lot, which i thought because i've heard that term i've heard men call their wives that term really only in the context of like the 1950s so i thought it was maybe like a term like oh you're the mother of my child so i was like okay that's kind of sweet it's kind of weird but whatever but then when she said i'm not your mother i was like oh he doesn't mean it like that he means it like like that like his his mother died when she when he was let's see i wrote that down his mother died when she when he was three. Oh, so wow. yeah so he was very young too so i i mean christian just has this like fucking tragic super fucked up backstory and it's like no wonder the guy is suffering mentally like he's he's had 
ever like every single thing that's happened in his life has led him to be this mentally ill because he has not had the tools or the capacity or someone else to help him understand what is happening to him mm-hmm. you know and well really no one has at that time um and it's just again that's why i think i was so empathetic towards christian even though i didn't like him i just i really felt for him because I was like, he's just a pawn, you know? He's he's a pawn who can't understand what's happening to him. And no one's going to help him out. No one's going to explain it to him because no one gives a shit. You know, they care about the power and what the, you, he can give to them. And it's like, damn, you know? And that's kind of like history repeating itself where he lost his mother and then Frederick also lost his mother really young. Yeah, that's you know? a good point. Yeah. So, um they're both at the mercy of the dowager queen at that point yeah yeah Yeah. and she i mean she just like she had one thought in mind and that was i want my son my boring bland milquetoast son to be king why am i being so mean i don't know but that character like he was on screen for maybe 30 seconds of the movie and you seem to be really really against him (laughs) listen i was really rooting for caroline (laughs) i thought it was really it was really kind of like melancholy but sweet when uh after she had the baby and everyone left the room and her and Johan were like on the bed and he was, you know, holding her and she's like, we're a family now. And it was just kind of like heartbreaking. And yeah. And of course, everything fell apart pretty soon after that. I know. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. And she got to keep or she kind of like they like kind of let her keep uh, Louise Augusta, but it didn't seem they did for it because she was still nursing. Right. But that and was really they it. They took her away. I think once she was weaned, I right. believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like, ugh. I just, so it's gotta be hard. Like, being I mean, all I, on your own and you don't even have your kids and yeah, they're going to, like you said, they're going to think you abandoned them. Right. And yeah. And I thought that, um, there was an, there was a part that I wanted to talk about. It makes me uh, just one thing. It, w- it makes me wonder if, the illness that she died from so young that caroline died from i'm just gonna call it caroline died from so young was maybe partially stress induced i don't know know? scarlet fever so i don't really know how you get scarlet fever do you just catch it from somebody or i think so i think it's pretty contagious yeah from it's possible that sadness and depression could have weakened her immune system big time yeah so you might you probably are yeah not wrong yeah, well, I have direct experience of that. Not me personally, but someone in my family, so <sighs> don't need to get into it. But anyway. Um, oh, yeah. So so there was some political cartoon came out that showed Johan and the queen having sex. Mm-hmm. And that's what Christian, so Christian got mad and things got really tense in the, in the palace and everything. And Christian was like, you want to know who the real father of the baby is? It's Johan. And then, um, they get, they have like a little bit of like a verbal scuffle a little bit. And then he runs after yo he runs after Johan and Christian is and Johan's like, yeah, I'm really sorry, Christian. I've been lying to you. And Christian's like, don't talk, don't talk let's just pretend everything can go back to normal. Let's just, I know. everything can go back to normal. No big deal. We're just going to go back to how it was. And I thought that was really sad, but really sweet. And yeah. then, and then of course, Ron Bransow, they got to him because he lost all of his money. And so they said, you know, if you help us 
get the situation under control will give right. you your money back so then they lie to christian and say like we said like we talked about earlier that they were planning on killing him and, and the whole thing is just hinged on a lie right they're like yeah so you're gonna pardon they're like so johan will come to the gallows or not the gallows the chopping block I yeah guess, and you're gonna pardon him and everyone's gonna be like oh my god what a great king you know what a kind king and then but they just we're like just kidding johan's dead well johan wanted to pardon them right and Wait, so christian they said pardon sorry christian wanted to pardon johan and brandt yeah and they said he could i think but then they just didn't tell him when the yeah. executions were taking place right and the priest was in the i thought it was really sad when the priest so the priest was in the carriage with brandt and johan and Brant was like, where's the king? And Johan's like, like you said, Johan's like, well, they like to come late so everyone can see how benevolent the king is. And Brant's like, well, I wish he would have, you know, pardoned us a little sooner. It would help me not be so nervous. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, yeah. and then Johan noticed the priest looking uncomfortable and the realization hit that, like, yeah. there's not going to be any pardon. I know. It was fake. And that's so sad. I know. Like, he's like... I think Mads Mikkelsen had some really good acting in that moment because he's a man that is coming to terms with the fact that he is dying in the next, let's say, five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. And it's really a powerful, it's powerful acting on his part and it's all nonverbal, really. Yeah, well, and, and, yeah, and he's walking the steps and they're like soaked in blood. Like, oh yeah, when he gets out of the carriage, slips yeah. on the blood and it's like, it's all over and him. And everyone's like laughing at him. And it's, yeah. I mean, what, what are we, like, we have as human beings just have the weirdest pastimes you know like we were people wanted like executions were like a picnic it was like a going to like for us it was like going to the movies you know what i mean like or not really that's i guess it was it was like a big deal like it, everyone well, was like getting together and like I mean, celebrating these deaths and it's, it's like, shot in freud cop you know it's shot in freud and you know like oh, that's why sure. true crime is such a like making a lot of money right now it's the same thing yeah it's just yeah just because just because you're not watching an execution doesn't mean you're not like partaking in someone's true tormented misery yeah you know i mean i think that i I mean like things don't like there's nothing new right it's just it's like the same shit different day basically you're you're right i guess it's more it's like same shit more technologically advanced yeah (laughs) yeah you know yeah so uh i mean there's like tiktok's that are there's tiktoks of women like falling asleep at night and it's like and her body was torn in a million pieces and stuff and it's like how's that different from watching somebody get executed you know yeah well i mean and there's a real like real executions of serial killers or whatever that people attended you know Mm -hmm. when ted bundy was executed there was like thousands of people in the streets outside of where he was going to get executed and they were like celebrating his death which eh, he kind of had it coming <laughs> i mean you know like is it super tragic that he's yeah. executed i don't Not know really. i feel like that yeah it's like because when i listen to true crime and i hear like about someone who did something terrible and then they go to prison for the rest of their lives i'm like was it worth it was going to prison for the rest of your life worth killing that person was it well you know and it makes me feel like you deserve it. I mean, you deserve to be I in think, prison. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, and it was really sad because Christian was like, "I can't wait to see Johan's face when I pardon him." And he's like, "Are you sure the execution isn't today?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's not today." And he's like, "Because people are like really excited outside. And right. Why are they so excited?" And the guy's like, "I don't know." Yeah. And it's just Hairline. so cool. And 
you know yeah hairline hairline <laughs> that little shit the entire every time that guy came on the screen i just got like this he just looks so like like mousy and like meeky and like it irritated me meeky and mousy meeky. like i was just like meeky he was just like mousy. he's like i want to do what i want to do and i was like and well, it, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be over the crater <laughs> that's my mickey mouse impression. nice impression. very good yeah. very good um <laughs> good job <laughs> i like it thank you um yeah so I didn't really cry at his execution, but when she was told, Caroline was told that he died, and she's like, that, like, broke me. <laughs> like, I started crying. I was like, cool. Yeah, no, this is fine. I'm fine. And I was just, like, tears streaming down my face. Like, it was, I mean, just her, Alicia Vikander's fucking performance in that scene was incredible Mm -hmm. i mean she like broke down screaming i'm getting emotional talking about it like it was it was just so good and this movie is just so fucking sad you know and it's like it's so and it's based on a true story which makes it even more sad i know and it's it's just so interesting the juxtaposition between the favorite and this you know because i think there's so many more likable characters within this film and i think there's a lot more emotion involved in this film whereas the favorite you really don't really like any of them even if you do feel empathy for some of them but with this i think that i think christian was very well written to to the audiences to create kind of this this multi-level you know feeling towards him where you're you're like ugh, this guy but you're also like well you know but it's hard and it's really rough and like i can't imagine being you know the mad king of denmark and you just you just literally cannot comprehend these things that are happening in your life you know and or you have horribly abusive tutors and you know your mother dies super like it's just it's just like tragedy after tragedy with christian and yeah even a sane person i think would have trouble oh well yeah yeah for sure i mean every it's like as I said, every movie I've ever seen where there's a court is always so stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no wonder these people didn't live long. They were all dying of heart attacks from stress. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure the, you know, epidemics and not cleaning probably helped that Could as be, well. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, are you, do you well, there's about? there's oh. one more thing that I want to talk about, and I wanted to talk about the production value of the movie in it. Uh, I really liked, they had some like very crisp sound effects that I really appreciated. It kind of reminded me of Portrait of a Lady on Fire where you could hear the creaky floors a lot mm-hmm. and you could just hear the sound effects of like the carriages and the horses and the fabrics and, and the, you know, and I, I really like that. I think that's an interesting detail to make sure is like sort of emphasized in the movie and it just added to the overall uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. of being in this palace and and just sort of being stuck in this place with this mindset of all these people with the same mindset in this old building and and it was a really nice beautiful palace but i just yeah i really liked that they're like the sound effects were really crisp and and i really appreciate it when i hear stuff like that because i there is music in this movie but it doesn't overpower the the natural sound effects and i and i think that that's really cool and um 
I, I, I think, liked that. No, I think that I think the production value was it was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I overall like. I think it was a really good movie. I agree. You know? yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. so. I are you are you done? You're done. Okay. Well, I'm assuming you, you recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I would. I think. Uh, it's i think it's a good movie i would definitely recommend it it's a romantic period piece but it's also very sad and um i mean yeah it checks yeah. all the boxes of romantic period piece that's also really sad so yes if oh that's i what have you to see, say check it out i i have to say i knew in my heart of hearts that it was not going to be a happy ending but lord was i hoping for one <laughs> me too uh, well to be honest like I did pause it to read Wikipedia a couple times, and I found out early in the movie that she died at 23, and, oh, and I okay. wish I hadn't. Yeah, I actually... Because I would have... I knew it wasn't going to be happy because I knew she died so young, and yeah. I think if I hadn't read the Wikipedia page, I would have been like, please, 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 something, I want them I know. to be together. I know, you me know? too. So I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's actually funny because I had pulled up Christian, you know, was it, Seven of Denmark? I had pulled up his Wikipedia page, and I was like, I'm just going to keep this here, so when I finish the movie, I will read it, because I didn't want to spoil anything That's smart. Myself. That's smart. I couldn't resist. <laughs> I needed I, to read about I it. I almost did. I had several moments of weakness where I was like, what if I just learn a little? No, 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 no. <laughs> just wait no <laughs> and i was like okay fine i'll just wait all right jeez um <laughs> so my, would you, me myself and i i mean <laughs> my goodness um would you recommend it oh yeah yeah for sure i think it's um it's very i think it's very good i think it's very good casting um i really like the chemistry between the two main characters and I just, you can't go wrong with Mads Mikkelsen and Alicia Vikander, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever... The only thing I can think of that I didn't really like of his, and it wasn't really... He was barely in it, was Doctor Strange. And I don't really oh, count yeah. that because he was barely in it. So, And that was more just because I just thought that Doctor Strange was just a obnoxious, abhorrent character. So that's a little different. <laughs> you know, like, I was... Well, I mean, that's like... You know, I saw, like, Spider-Man 3, the trailer for Spider-Man 3, like, when it came out, whatever... And I saw that Doctor Strange was in a lot of it, and I was like, I'm not even going to see that movie because I can't stand this character. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, uh, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is great, but I thought that character was so unlikable, and I did not care about anyway. He is unlikable. This, he's not, yeah, yeah. This is a bad, right. but. Yeah. Anyway, if you like our podcast, uh, go to iTunes. Please give us five stars. It helps us out. And thank you so much to Mike Myers for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.